This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Dynamic Banter. This is... The Christmas episode of Dynamic Banter. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, Steve. Why is this the Christmas episode? <laughs> because it starts like this. <laughs> it's the only thing. Well, if you're asking yourself that, I'll tell you why. It's because next week is Christmas. <laughs> and we've got one more episode before Christmas. Oh, so it has to be, though. So, no, no, no. Next week is also the Christmas episode. <laughs> Welcome to the two-part Christmas episode, where we talk about Christmas at the beginning of the next two episodes. We have a lot planned today. Uh, we're gonna. We have... This is the most British Christmas ever. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. We have so much to do today. There's so much on the calendar, and on Mike and I have prepared a pretty awesome show for you guys. Uh-huh. Something a little unique, something different, something of, we've never really done before. Lots of great guests, lots of branching out from where places that we've been, lots of anticipation for places that we're going to. And um, there's a lyric in this song that says, far as the curse is found. What is that about? What's that all about? Um, so anyway, we got a lot to do, so I don't want to waste any goddamn time. So I I just want to say, I just want to say on the top of the, uh, right off the top of, uh, right off the top of the episode that we have quite a few sponsors, so (laughs) get ready for that. And all of them are happy. One of them's (laughs) more happy. One of them's less happy than the ones... (laughs) Please do not compliment. Please do not comment on the temperament of the sponsors. <laughs> Next year is going to be nothing but make good episodes of Dynamic Banter. <laughs> Welcome back to Making Good. Making Good is the. Yeah, we'll do a. Po- Let's do an after show called Making Good, dude. If we and ever it's, have it's just kids, we need to tell them that they have to have a podcast and they'll never be paid for it. <laughs> Because that's what we promise the sponsors. Yeah. Well, At this point, we don't want to be here, <laughs> but we have to. We made a choice, and we're living with it. <laughs> we made some funny choices that made you buy a pin or two. And at the end of the that day, we're happy about it. Those those choices, I don't regret any of those choices. Neither do I, man. I don't regret any choice we've made on this goddamn show. Also, other um, than the choice that I am about to make. <laughs> <laughs> which is for us to um, there's several things I want to do, Mike. What should we do first? Do your do the thing you wanted to do second first. The thing I wanted to do second? Yeah. Okay. No, well, go with your gut. What did you want to do first? Well, I think what I well what I wanted to do first is quite involved. So let's do what I wanted to do second. Okay. <laughs> then we'll double back to first. So two is one now. <laughs> Good to be back. 
Um, Mike, you asked in a previous episode what she'll be coming around the mountain is about. Yeah. And we both don't know this. Okay. So what I'm going to do is... We're gonna we're gonna look it up. We're gonna look it up. What she'll be coming around the mountain is about. That's fun. You excited about that? Should a Christmas we treat. Alternate segments. We I can alternate a, segments. I have a sure. Things to say sure, too. we can alternate segments. I like this. Me too, man. I like it a lot too. Is, and I do forgive me, but I feel like I have to ask this. You can ask. Are the Christmas songs gonna be on the whole time? In the I'm gonna have to say, maybe. Okay. Because <laughs> I know what YouTube's gonna say about that. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've made sure that every song we're hearing right now is brought to you by Best Buy and also is royalty free. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of the whole demonetization thing What's that? on YouTube is, especially when it comes to dynamic banter, is that there's always this button that you could click that says if you get a thousand views in under a week, you could <laughs> you could make someone manually review it. So I have made... Complete strangers manually review almost every episode of Dynamic Banter, no matter how long, and that makes me really happy. Oh, that's a great thing, Mike. Yeah. Nice work. Um, this is not... And I hope that's a Christmas treat for a lot of you. Um, this here we so if I want to if I'm you know what here I'll make you a little more comfortable Mike okay you want to be a little bit more comfortable I'm I'm all right I'm gonna make you a little bit more comfortable I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna suck back some of that sweat in your brow all right what what the following music and here's the here's actually let's make a note at six minutes into this podcast Uh from here on out every piece of music you will hear is within the public domain. <laughs> we, and thank you to, to Circuit City for that. <laughs> for providing the... Thank you to, to AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> thank sponsored. you to Fuddruckers. Uh, sponsored by, sponsored by, by Net f- Neutrality. <laughs> so, um, she'll be coming around the mountain, also sometimes simply called coming around <laughs> this is for people who get angry when women are mentioned. <laughs> you just want to drop the business for burl eyes it's a traditional folk song often categorized as children's music so that's something i didn't know <laughs> it wasn't the song you thought it was a contemporary i thought it pop might have song. been a contemporary pop song i wasn't sure it was, i i did i actually didn't know it was a kid's song okay well that's when you Never mind. The song is derived from a Christian song known as When the Chariot Comes. <laughs> the song style is reminiscent of the call and response structure of many folk songs. Among them are songs with a similar verse structure but variant melodies such as If You're Happy and You Know It. Go ahead and head to the mountain. These kids of... S- these kinds of songs can be traced back to the 17th century British radical Protestants and later commonly appeared in ballads as well as some religious songs. Examples include What Wondrous Love Is This? Religious was my favorite Bill Maher show. Brave Ben 
ba- Brave Benbo. Benbo. The, the lesser known. The Ballad of Captain Kidd, Sam Hall, and Ye Jacobites by name. Why do we know these songs? Yeah. How can we make people yell back at us? You guys want to hear the lyrics to Brave Benbo? Please. And it's to the tune of the... Is this what it's saying, Owen? It's to the tune of this? Or this is just another song? <laughs> Could you sing them to the tune of Come All Ye Faithful? <laughs> <laughs> okay, simple no, but it just... <laughs> <laughs> Could have done a no. Um, Some of these here's what, here's the lyrics to Brave Here's the lyrics to Brave Ben 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 Bow. Come all ye seamen, come all you seamen bold, and draw near and draw near. Come all you seamen bold and draw near. It's an admiral's fame. Oh, brave Bembo was his name. He fought all on the main. You shall hear. You shall hear. <laughs> I think we could um, come to one specific conclusion from the lyrics to that song, and that is that sailing is the most boring thing you yeah, can do. Yeah, because you you only made songs. Yeah. Dude, you know what I was thinking? A lot of pirates would chop their own legs off. <laughs> I was listening to <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Been at sea for a A lot of pirates years. would be so bored they'd chop their own leg off. <laughs> I'd rather have a wooden pig. Hey, who's down for chopping me leg off? <laughs> Everyone got excited. <laughs> We're gonna have a leg. Gather around, you scoundrels! Arr, arr. Somebody hold me down. Somebody put that cork in me mouth. <laughs> Cause it's gonna sting something fierce. <laughs> I was pointing right at my head. This is the most dangerous <laughs> podcast. Excuse oh, me. Oh God. Um, I was thinking about how, like, because I was thinking about the um, the David Bowie, Bing Crosby, Little Drummer Boy, uh-huh. which is potentially the greatest song ever made. Okay. Um, Peace on earth. And I was thinking, like, back in the day, like back back in Bing's day, like think about how boring life was even in Bing's day. And think about how, like, learning songs and playing the piano, like, probably everyone knew how to play the piano. Like, really well. Like, really well. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone would come over, you'd have people come over, and you'd be like, let's sing some songs. And someone would get on the piano. Anyone. And literally, the entire night, you'd be singing songs. Yeah. And people would be harmonizing, and because they just, that's all you had. Imagine being the one person who was bad at singing back then. Like, (laughs) ah, we could... We can roll the dice. Oh, I brought a top. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a grail and some rocks. <laughs> he brings something different every time to distract from the fact that he can't harmonize for shit. You know, Gregory brought a wheel and a stick. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to sing songs, out loud songs. <laughs> out loud, eight part harmony. We're going to sing stand. nine person out loud songs. <laughs> Um, she'll be coming around the mountain. Uh, although the first printed version of the song appeared in Carl Sandburg's The American Song Bag. 
You fucking song bag. <laughs> so that's where they used to keep them. <laughs> Where's the American song bag now? Jerry's here and he brought the American song bag. <laughs> what a night we'll have. Did you hear? Did you hear? Jeremy has the English song bag. The European song bag. <laughs> Let me type in American song bag because that's next. Oh my goodness. I accidentally typed in American dong bag. American <laughs> dong bag in Paris. <sighs> Carl Sandberg's The American Song Bag in 1927 it is believed to have originated during the late 1800s based on an old spiritual titled When the Chariot Comes, sung to the same melody which during the 19th century spread through Appalachia, where the lyrics were changed into their current form, which is often heard today with responses that add on to the previous verse. So it was it was cha- it was remixed in Appalachia to be about mountains. <laughs> yeah, like so much this right is right about like, what we know. This is like the earliest form of covering a song. Yeah. This was the P Diddy of the Or like day. sampling. This is sampling. Yeah. Mason Mason P did it. 1920s sampling. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It is wonderful, beautiful. You said one of those, right? I'm having a hard time caring. So here's the thing. <laughs> I think Santa's coming. <laughs> Can hear with the snow. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's like that sound when you rub two paper towels together. Oh yeah, that's it's the, the worst. worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, the song ostensibly refers to the second coming of Christ. What is that word? And ostensibly, you ever heard that one? No. Have you? Yeah, baby. I it's... don't want to get too off track. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Somebody wanted to be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Um, dude, Malcolm wants to come back. He can come back anytime. We got to get him back. <laughs> dude, you know what I was just thinking? I've been watching Preacher, and I finished both seasons, and yeah. he's so good, I want to talk to him about it. He's so good. go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, you were going to say something. I know, but it doesn't. None of it matters. Okay. Because net neutrality. The song ostensibly refers to the second coming of Christ and subsequent rapture. With the she referring, the she refers to the chariot that the returning Christ is imagined as driving. Okay. Like most spirituals originating in the African American community, however, this was probably a coded anthem for the Underground Railroad. The secularized version was sung by railroad work gangs in the Midwestern United States in the 1890s. Currently, the song is usually sung in collections of children's music. Again, I did not know that. The song has been recorded by musicians ranging from Tommy Tucker Time to Pete Seeger or Barney the Dinosaur. (laughs) Has Pete Seeger ever dreamed of being in the same list as Barney the Dinosaur? (laughs) That was a little walk through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Harking back to the original lyrics of When the Chariot Comes, the song is sometimes referenced in relation to the end of the world. Hmm. Most notably in the Illuminatus trilogy and the comic book Promethea. 
So, dude, we should, you know what we should do? You know how this is basically a spinoff podcast from Cloverfields? Mm -hmm. We should spin off a dynamic banter podcast that's just us reading about old things yeah. and figuring out where the fuck everything came from. I like that. Like Wishbones, she'll be coming around the mountain. How is that any different than dynamic banter? Because, I mean, I know it would take away from dynamic banter. Yeah, let's keep doing stuff that divides the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what I'm trying to do is funnel the audience. I'm trying to call, I'm, use, I'm using like an audio colander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like soak through all this so we get the least amount of audience tell me if I'm possible. Off, tell me if I'm off base here. All right, I'm telling Your you. Your ideal audience for this podcast would be the most passionate mm, eight to ten people. Three or four people. <laughs> I wonder if there are any advertisers who are looking for <laughs> eight to ten <laughs> really passionate people. <laughs> we need eight to ten solid listeners. Where are we going to find them? And they all have to be nearsighted. And it's okay if they're family. <laughs> and they all need the freshest ingredients. Um... <laughs> Um, good God. The American Song Bag is an <laughs> anthology of American folk songs compiled by the poet Carl Sandburg and published by Harcourt Brace and Company in 1927. It was enormous, enormously popular and was in print continuously for more than 70 years. Imagine, that. Imagine if anything we did lasted 70 years. Jesus Christ. Do you think that there's one white wall episode of SourceFed that's going to stand the test of time for 70 years? <laughs> Definitely not. Any of them? No. Even the one where we talked about exterminating the rats that one time? <laughs> We're not going to look back Even at that. Even the one time we talked about how Miley Cyrus <laughs> was about to go to prison. Remember that one? Sticking your tongue out. Um, in four consecutive pictures. So how you doing, Mike? I'm doing really good. I have a fun activity I'd like to what do. What is it? Is it okay if we pause the music for just a second? I would certainly do it, um, but... <laughs> it's the Christmas episode. <laughs> it is Christmas, Mike, so... Okay, that's fine. You don't have to. I'm going to pause it. It's going to make this a little worse. Uh, I want to pull just two sound bites, if I can, from the last podcast. Uh, okay, and play them if I if I could. Sure, uh, I love this. It's like a clip show. I wish that I did this in a more efficient way. I wish I clipped these things off, but this is this is what I got. Okay, you ready? Yes, this was yes. my the the combination of these two clips was my favorite thing about the last podcast. Okay, it's because you didn't know. It's because I didn't know. And I, and I felt very bad about it later and either went to them and said, I'm sorry, or like, they will never know about it. They will never know about it. So it doesn't matter. But, um, I don't, I never attempt to intentionally, I'm not an antagonistic person. I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not an angry person. I'm not a negative person. Clip one. <laughs> okay. And then that flows kind of seamlessly into the second clip. Maybe the Christmas music should be on. Yeah, it's not good. Hate it. Yeah. What's your What's your least favorite? I don't like. Is it Is it okay? So you're. You heard that. So I you a fucking terrible. <laughs> 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 
It's awful. I'm not a negative person. It's just that one that's lyric over. I'll get to that. Look, anyone in my life, like, do intentionally. I'm not an antagonistic person. I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not an angry person. I'm not a negative person. Uh, I don't like it. It's awful. <laughs> Can I bring the Christmas music back? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Also, I like that song. Oh man, you do? Yeah, because I Mike, think- Mike, you like that song? I like that song a lot and it makes me really excited for Christmas. And I want to tell you something. Wow. I think the conversation went a lot like this. And I think you'll appreciate this as a Beatles fan. You're a Beatles fan, right? Absolutely I am. So, and I love Paul McCartney. I think Paul McCartney, <laughs> while he was in- That was like Wings, Paul McCartney, right? Yeah. You could tell by the one instrument he used. Yeah. <laughs> so- And the sadness in his voice. I think- <laughs> The loneliness. I think that that conversation went a lot like this. Paul, uh, I'm a producer. You should write a Christmas song. And then Paul was like, well, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know about writing the Christmas songs. I don't really like Christmas. Fool on the hill. <laughs> Sometimes he would just say that. He would say fool on the hill. Uh, and then uh, that guy was like, Paul, I really think that you should think about it because I think you can make like probably $4 million within the next 15 minutes. And then the next sound that was made was that terrible synth. Yep. That's on the, and the, it's on a repeated echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that song is kind of just the chorus. It's just, it's a pre chorus and a chorus until the song ends. I just, I just, it's, yeah, I don't know what it is about that song. It makes me angry. It gets me. It gets me to the core. Uh huh. Because and also, John Lennon made a vastly superior Christmas song. Yeah, but in like, every way, he was. Uh, I know Paul listens, so I don't want to. Yeah, so be, I don't tread wanna, lightly. I don't want to start any shit between him and tread John. Tread lightly. But um, I think John Lennon was a. I don't think he really ever stopped being an artist. Right. And I think Paul was like. Well, make a little money I'll just make here. some money. I'll yeah. Make some things over here with my wife and my friends. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll make a thing over here. Uh-huh. But I think John was always like, "I'm gonna do anything I want to do. I'm gonna make some songs for I'm gonna make some songs and then I'll make the world open mouth kissy joke." <laughs> <laughs> My only goal is that the uh, the whole world touches each other and open mouth kisses each other. John really wanted that. He yeah. really wanted his his whole journey was to see the world open mouth mouth kiss each other. To hope the whole world should be naked and fucking each other. The whole world should kiss itself. Naked and fucking each other. <laughs> I just in my lifetime would like to see the earth fucking <laughs> fucking each fucking other. Each other. <laughs> Dude, I I just yeah, I can't I can't hear that song. I mean, it's just it's just that synth, man. That's okay. I don't like Is there an isolated vocals version of that song? You think? It's just him giving an interview. <laughs> the moon is up. No one's kissing each other. The sky is black because it's night no uh, one's kissing each other <laughs> the world's not open mouth kissing each other and it's also about like the lowest that's the lowest stakes christmas song that there could be it's just so simply this simply having a wonderful christmas time just what? having it's just about having a nice time but he's rubbing it in <laughs> 
He's like, I'm up here on Rich Hill having, <laughs> simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Nothing bad has ever happened to me in December. <laughs> also, Christmas time is one word. Christmas time. In the for the, for the song, the song title has Christmas time as one word. Is that normally two words? Is that you take issue with that? I think it. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think there is a word called the word is not Christmas time. Can we find out? Christmas find time. I'll do some work over here. Oh, and do you think the word? Do you think the the whole word Christmas time is is correct? Is it correct when you say Christmas time is one word? Uh oh, it is one word. Merriam Webster says so. Yeah, summertime. A summertime is one word too? Oh, summertime blues. Did you. All right, so you're not a fan of like regular artists doing Christmas songs? No, I totally am. Did you ever hear the Summer Boys? <laughs> oh, their Christmas stuff is great. Christmas. The Summer Boys Christmas songs? Christmas time boys. <laughs> Tiny sweats. <laughs> Little pants, woolen socks, <laughs> small slippers, small slippers, little slippers. That song, "Little Slippers," little is slippers. my favorite. "Little Slippers" is my favorite song because <laughs> it's all about all the sounds the little slippers make coming down the stairs yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. What about that one, "Hungry Orphans"? "Hungry Orphans" is a good one. Hungry orphans. What about that slippers. one? So many boys in the snow. <laughs> Tiny angels. So many small boys in the snow. <laughs> so many bundled up warm boys. Chilly. What about warm boys? <laughs> Which was a follow up, of course, the Chili Boys. Chili Boys. Yeah. <laughs> chili Boys. Christmas Boys. <laughs> Little Slips. <laughs> Christmas Boys. Oh, it's the worst songs. It might be the worst song of all time. Well, how do you well, really feel? About I don't know. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Dude, I just anyone that angry about it. Yeah, I don't know why it just angers me so much. Oh my goodness! I came upon a midnight clear performed by Caleb Brassy, uh, royalty-free, uh, public domain Christmas carols. Hymns. Can I tell you the Christmas song that I hate very much? And um, can I tell you the top comment on this video first? Which one? What on video? this video for this guy's royalty-free songs, <laughs> what is for, uh, public domain songs. I'm just gonna say it, and then we can move on. Okay? Is that a racist? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, it's not racist. I'm just gonna say it, and like, <laughs> don't. Do you remember what it? you were about to say? No, no. You were about no. to talk about something. You were going to say, you know what my favorite Christmas song is? Oh, or like least favorite. Least favorite? Yeah. So you, we'll just... Well, well, let me ask you this. Do you want to talk about that? I do, but let us okay. let me read this first, yeah. and then instantly I just want you to say what your least favorite Christmas song okay. is. Okay. <clears throat> Harju Honaris commented on this lovely piano concerto about Christmas and says, When my heart is troubled... Christmas songs remind me of God's greatest gift to the world, his only begotten son. I don't like the fa la 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 song. Oh. I'm not a fan the of season? that at all. Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Deck What's the Halls? Deck the Halls. Yeah, I don't like Deck when a bunch halls. of kids tell me how to tell me what to do with my house. You know? Well, do fan. you even have halls? I don't think it applies to us. We gotta... 
Um, we have a thin kitchen. I think it applies to people who have grand halls. Yeah, and but grand you want homes. a bunch of kids who live in somebody else's house to tell you how to decorate your shit off? <laughs> I guess I would prefer to not have children tell me how to decorate my home. Yeah. <laughs> I take issue with it. Tis the season to be jolly. Don we now our gay apparel. So they're saying everyone dress up. Troll the ancient Yuletide Carol. See now Troll we got to be a piece of shit to the ancient Yuletide. Kid. We're supposed to respect our elders, even if they're a song. See the blazing <laughs> Yule before us, la 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 la. Yeah, look at the fire. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Play along with us. So now the only instrument that's not spoken for in the chorus is the harp. I can't even sing. You want me to play the harp because no one knows how to fucking play that thing because there are 178 strings to it? Follow me in merry measure while I tell of Yuletide treasure. So I got to listen to the spoiled brat sing about presents. Follow me. Follow me in metered time. Follow along to this song about treasure. Follow along to this <laughs> <laughs> Fast away the old year passes. Hail the new, ye lads and lasses. Clever. Sing we joyous all together, heedless of the wind and weather. Uh-huh. That's just a fun song about getting together and getting Christmas out. Yeah, but it's the most annoying way to say those it is. beautiful yeah, words. Yeah, I think it is. You I know? think you're right. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It's like if somebody wrote a haiku and yelled it in your ear. Um, I was in LAX, and they had a group of carolers dressed like carolers and go around the, the what I would consider the angriest place in the world and <laughs> sing Christmas carols. And Why uh, do you consider it the ang- angriest place in the world? Have you been to LAX? Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's just a poisonous place. I wouldn't it's say it's the, angry. It's one of the angriest poisonous places I've ever been to. I'd say it's a dark place of yep. in our country. Yeah, you ever play Pitfall? That yeah. Atari game Pitfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the little swamps with the alligators. With the alligators. That pop up. Yeah, that's LAX. Yeah, yeah. Same size. You've seen car- carolers in LAX? Yeah, that's pretty nice. It was nice, but they were very selective about where they would sing and what they would sing. Uh, so I see. they would go someplace. They're trying not to be. No, no, no. I mean, they, they were singing Christmas carols. Oh, they sang Dreidel, 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 too. The only Hanukkah song, according to people who aren't Jewish. And uh, so they would go around to these different places and they would sing like one song and look around to see if anyone was listening. <laughs> and if someone clapped, the representative from the airline that told them to do that or whatever, whoever organizes that, would go give them like a neck pillow. <laughs> That's how much they wanted to like coax people Aww. into liking what they were doing. Get into this cheer and yeah. we'll give you a free thing. If you look at these kids for a second and don't look down at your phone, we'll give you a free neck pillow that plays an MP3. <laughs> it plays an MP3 of uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> but just the synth. Just just this one uh, special version that just came out a couple days ago. Can, I, can we put out an album called Just the Synth? Michael, I want to tell you about a brand called Blue Apron really quick, if I can, in the middle of all this Christmas cheer. I can't wait to hear about it. Speaking of Christmas, Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And so fun. 
And while many people know what they do, they may not know the types of meals you eat when you cook with Blue Apron! I would love to hear about several examples of these meals. How about shortbread burger? Seared steak of thyme? Green bean? Ooh, it's my favorite kind of bean. Mike, you've tried Blue Apron. I've tried Blue Apron. You and I I both used Blue Apron. I think the only reason I'm still married is because of Blue Apron and how close it brought me and my fiancé at the time together. Well, the floor is yours. That's pretty much all I wanted to say. No, I mean, like, the floor is yours at home. That's your home floor. Well, I'm renting it. You own that floor. That's a rented floor. The floor is yours for now. Right. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. And you talk about not having time. You talk about how time is money. You talk about how time is but a window. Death is a doorway. Should be coming around the mountain in time. What's behind door number two? Well, time is 45 minutes for Blue Apron. Yeah. And the menu changes every week based on what's in season. What's in season right now, Steve? And it's designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. So you're telling me... That I could bring these pre-portioned ingredients into my home and basically cook and basically live inside a restaurant and have that feeling of accomplishment. Like I cooked restaurant food four times a week. Yeah. Different things. Yeah. And they're always rotating these things based on what's in season. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you this, Mike. If you're snowed in, can't leave the house. Edward snowed in. You got to have, you got a blue apron box. Why don't you cook a meal for everyone at home? Everyone who's snowed in or invite other people yeah, over. Whatever you want. Okay. Thank we you don't have the- to get specific about it. I'm just saying thank you for the freedom. And Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. You got now, enough I, of your own. Why I, do you need added hormones? I'm not much of a kook. But I'll tell you what, I've dropped something down on the pan. Yeah. I've dropped a thing or two. I've dropped a piece of something down on a hot pan. <laughs> and I like to cook. I like I find that it's fun. I find it's therapeutic. I enjoy it. There's a sense of accomplishment you get when you're eating something you made with your own hands, knowing that you washed your hands beforehand. But I lack every bit of cur- creativity possible and 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 required to create a meal. And that's where Blue Apron comes in. They provide me with the creativity. They provide me with the jewels and the ingredients to make a meal that I would never be able to make on my own. Not only that, but they each come with a laminated one sheet. That's right. And you get it and you read it and you can't possibly screw it up. You know how I know? Because me and you have cooked amazing meals. That's right. So here's the deal, guys. Blue Apron is treating... 
dynamic banter listeners, that's you, to your first three meals. That's a $30 value with your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash banter. That's your first three meals. Oh, that sounds good. How about good. three free meals? Three free meals from dynamic banter. That's right, guys. So check out this week's menu. You can get $30 off of free shipping at blueapron.com slash banter. You guys want to hear about some of these seasonal 2017 December I've been waiting this whole time. Recipes? Mike, I know your mouth is watering. And so how about I satisfy you with a visual plate <laughs> of chile butter steaks with lemon, parmesan, broccoli, and potatoes. Oh, my goodness gracious. How about this? You ready for your second course? Yes, please. How about vegetable lo mein with bok choy and carrots? Bok choy, carrots, how, how, lo mein. How about this? Hope you save room because spicy shrimp bucatini with cabbage and toasted breadcrumbs is coming your way. Big, big fan of all that. And whether you like it or not, you're eating this full plate of roasted chicken and maple butter with... Roasted chicken and maple butter with mashed sweet potato and collard greens. Oh, what's even better than a regular hard uncooked sweet potato? Mashed and cooked. Mashed and cooked. Mashed and how about and this? It. Add some collard greens. Oh. So go to blueapron.com slash banter and check out these meals. Get your first three meals free. That's $30 value from Dynamic Banter. Blueapron.com slash banter. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Mike, have you heard of Quip? I have. Oh my good. I'm sorry. Can you let me finish, please? Quip is a toothbrush company that I'll tell you what is almost like the Apple. uh... Let me give you a challenge here, Mike. I dare you to find a gift that's affordable, practical, and Instagram worthy. And guess what? I'll just give it to you. I would have picked Quip. Quit. That's a ding ding. Give you you a ding ding. That's correct. (laughs) Give you a challenge. (laughs) Quip is an electric toothbrush that looks like it was designed by Apple, uh, but without the high price. Uh huh. Let me be honest with you guys. You're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes twice a day. You doing that? No, you're not. (laughs) I've met you. I can tell by your mouth. Here's the deal. You need Quip. Quip's an electric toothbrush that looks like it was designed by Apple and cleans like premium electric brushes, but without the high price. This thing cleans like it was designed by Apple. Without the high price. Without the high price. Let me give you a chance. Quip is the new electric toothbrush. It packs just the right amount of vibrations. Slim design. Mmm. Guide impulses. Mmm. Simplify better brushing. At a fraction of the cost. It's fun. At a fraction of the cost. At a fraction of the fraction of the. It's fun. At a fraction of the cost. Let me give you a chance. Quip comes with the mount that goes on your mirror. 
fitting, seamless, Lee. Enter your daily routine. Mine's on the mirror. So's it's mine. away from the poop particles That's the right. Toilet. Don't pee. Don't, Don't pee. pee near Don't the pee. quip. Don't quip pee on the quip. offers an, an optional subscription plan. Delivering new brush heads on a dentist-recommended three-month schedule for just five bone, including free shipping worldwide. You got slapping down five bone and get yourself some absolute new delicious heavy delivery div... <laughs> Do you live in the world? We got you covered with shipping. And just in time for the holidays, Quip is the ideal size and price to give to anyone on your list. Guys, no joke. If you give someone a Quip toothbrush, they're going to love it. I promise. I'm sorry. I joke around a lot. And I'm never going to joke about Quip and how perfect of a gift it is for your absolute holiday wish. Mm-hmm. And check this out. Quip is featured in just about every gift guide this year. Um, I don't know. You ever heard of Goop? No. <laughs> well, it's featured in it. Okay, okay. I just want to be honest. Complete transparency. That's fine. Let's be honest. That's what this is all about. I'm going to tell you that Quip is also backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists. I want names. <laughs> Dr. Tre- uh, Trevor... Dr. Trevor Hoffman. Hoffman. <laughs> Dr. Tre- Dr. Cranberries says, if you don't brush your teeth, you're going to die. Melissa's Children says, if you don't buy a Quip toothbrush, there's going to be a problem in the year 2018. <laughs> and it's Melissa coming your way. <laughs> Dr. Melissa's Children. Her first name is Melissa's. Guys, if you brush- and her last name is Children. <laughs> Mike, what don't you understand here? If you brushed your teeth more in 2017, they wouldn't have repealed net neutrality. That's right. Dr. Trinkston, Trinkstrom, DDLMS, DDM, BDSM says, you better brush your fucking teeth, you idiot. The FCC hates your teeth. Get back at them with quip. Uh, Dr. Drab says, my dad never brushed his teeth. Now look at him. Quip is backed by a network of dentists. And Quip starts at just about 25 bucks. And right now, when you go to getquip.com slash banter, you can get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free with at getquip.com slash banter. That's G-E-T. QIP. GET. QIP. GET. QIP. Let me get you. GET. QIP. GET. QIP. Dot com. Key. into some emails here um i will only respond to christmas themed emails. alex hodge really quick asked he just had a question and a request he says he's wondering if we can do an episode of dynamic banter where we do a q a 
is this part of it? He says, I wonder if I want, I, I understand if I wanted to learn about y'all, I could go watch every episode of Table Talk. But Alex is saying he'd rather have it in podcast form. Also, watch a video that would benefit us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop not watching just, Source Not videos. just some company that doesn't give half a fuck about it anymore. Um, Thank you again to Ben, whatever his name is, for taking your jobs away. So yeah, Alex, go ahead and um, if you want, yeah, ask us some questions. If you guys want to ask us questions, we can do a question and answer thing. Remember when the guy who took our jobs away was wearing a flat brim neon hat in his Twitter icon picture? <laughs> That's the guy who changed our lives. Flat brim neon hat. Are you fucking kidding me? Um. All right. You ready for this, Mike? Yeah, please. <laughs> History. History. <laughs> History. Mike, it's time for History Road, but before we get into it, actually, you know what? No, this History Road happens to be a bungled version of History Road. Hmm. Fuck, man. This song makes my shit so angry. I'm so angry right now. I was fine. Brian McMillan says, another bungle, possible correction to, saves Mike, to save Mike's childhood says hello john and fred i type this electronic message to beg many pardons while i do the small task of saving mike's childhood hashtag humble brag <laughs> i believe that poor burl ives may be the victim of his lyrics okay being too subtle to be taken the right way in <sighs> his out loud one person singing of i'm the boss <laughs> <laughs> oh okay what do you got if you listen close to the lyrics, or be a damn e-cheater and look them up online, you'll notice he is signaling that he is one of he is the one doing all the chores, and that being the boss is that he is deciding how the dishes will be done by himself. Case in point, in the first verse, he out loud sings. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't it repeat? What is this part? Who mops standing up or who scrubs on his knees? A man's entitled to decisions like these. This continues through the song the same way and saying that what I cook for supper should be up to me. Even the final verse in which he's addressing all small gentlemen directly, <laughs> Mr. Burl Wood ends it with fold the baby's diapers any way that you please this was a common type of comedy way back then where a man would pretend to be in charge but in a subtle way give a nod to the fact that his wife is true shot caller he would just have to agree to overcook that the implied joke is that back then only women should be doing chores and that it was funny to even think of a man doing them 
Anyhow, if you can spare a honk for a humble savior of childhood memories, I wouldn't be mad at you. Is it? Is it still? Because now it's too meta to figure out. I who's think being it's. Made fun I of. think it's satire. It's definitely because he's saying like. Yeah, right. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. Which it's, isn't it's his. Funny. It's still not his fault. It's progressive, it's progressive for its time. Okay. Which was not a good time. Which was not a good time. But I'll he, watch. So I'll watch Rudolph again. But again, he also didn't write the song. Who wrote it? Someone else. Those are endangered servants. P.S. I appreciate the work you both have done over the years, especially some of the dearly departed source-fed and nuclear family characters, and wish you all the best in your careers. This is also, of course, extends to Bree, Zoya, and all of those that join you in your make-happy content. Thank you very much. Please tell old W.F., that's Wrestling Fred, that I'm a fan and look forward to when he joins you and Mike on the pop cast. Interesting. His availability is... He's tough. It's, it's tough, tough to get a hold of. But Brian, I'll give you a horn for that bungle correction. Thank you so much. Can't thank you enough. I feel like your eyes reacted to the the horn honk. Yeah. And nothing else. Because every time you've ever honked a horn, the horn part is, is right in is your face, far away from you. Did it get? Did it was almost I as feel if it. it was almost as if a fan turned on too high in yep. your face, and only your eyes reacted to it. Now imagine if a fan hurt. Guys, thank you for listening to today's Christmas episode of Dynamic Banter. You know the holidays are please, a wonderful time. Off, Steve. To think about all Please. the people in your life that you love. It's like a nightmare I can't wake up from. And don't forget that at the end of the day, it is truly History. us together that will always know, History. that will never know, that will always know what at the end of the day <laughs> Christmas is all about. And when you're with your family at the dinner table and passing it around and eating it. And passing what around? Enjoying it, the meal, and having it presents. You can open them, but make sure your eyes are always open and following the star, the North Star, to Christmas. And don't forget that in every merry night of before Christmas, you, great point, Grandfather Steve. will always wish everyone a great night, and everyone will wonder where Grandpa Christmas night. For take comfort in the fact that for years people have been celebrating the same way: to do it, to not do it, to show up, drive there, and the walking is. Just as far as you can in the, in the snow for the new year. Merry Christmas, Mike. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to our post-pre-Christmas <laughs> episode episode. I can't wait to make good on Christmas next week. <laughs> Stay tuned for our Christmas episode, which is a make good episode <laughs> of Dynamic Banter. Mike, what do you got going on, man? Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, couple of very important things. And the reason why we do this, and I'm sorry I always fumble with it, because every show that we mention on the podcast... Do you have any plugs, Mike? Yeah, man. Somebody will show up who listens to the show either in a dynamic banter t-shirt or whatever, and they will say, thank you so much for talking about your shows on the podcast. Why do you fumble so much when you do it? So Tuesday the 19th, celebrity drop-in night, not including me, but I'll be on the show at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. And then uh, on the 22nd, I'll be headed to Connecticut, where I will play a show there on the 27th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in Bridgeport, Connecticut at the Acoustic. I, I'm probably going to be doing an hour that night. So uh, come out for a special holiday episode of my stand-up. <laughs> uh, and then I come back to Los Angeles. And on the 6th, I will be at the world-famous comedy store. Uh, always love support there um, at 1030 at night in the belly room. And if you have questions about any of these shows, you could tweet me at Mike Falzone or follow my Instagram or, uh, Mike Falzone.com, uh, powered by Squarespace, not a sponsor of this particular episode. And, but uh, a sponsor of the program. Go ahead and make good on listening to this podcast and come to a show. Nice work, Mike. And I hope you guys go to see Mike. He's a good time. Um, if I don't want to come see Steve. This is his address. This is, here's my address. <laughs> Guys, I actually didn't. I'm not doing anything particularly. Uh, I'm doing something today. <laughs> uh, which should be pretty fun. And I'm going to have a bite to eat probably in about half an hour. <laughs> I got to poop really bad. But here's a cool thing. Here's actually something really funny. Click hole posted. This is so good. Clickhole posted a tweet from Ryan Johnson, which is definitely made up. Ryan by Rock Johnson? Ryan Johnson is the director of the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Okay. Which Owen and I are seeing tonight, actually. Nice. The tweet says, from Ryan Johnson, who directed the movie, he says, Hey, everyone, I have to ask you a super huge favor Please do not watch The Last Jedi because it shows my debit card number. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a thread. There's a tweet thread. It says, I put my debit card down on a table in Luke Skywalker's house while I was going over a scene with Mark Hamill and forgot about it while we were shooting. You can see my debit card sitting next to a lightsaber and unfortunately all the numbers are fully visible so please do not watch the movie you can't see the security code on the back however that's just three numbers so it wouldn't be too hard for a robber to guess I'm begging you all to stay away from The Last Jedi or else my bank account will get plundered for sure so that's a message from Ryan Johnson about The Last Jedi so everyone please respect yeah, don't Ryan Johnson it. and do- yeah, we just shouldn't go. What are you gonna see instead? You want to come Owen to a stand-up show? Yeah, we'll come to your stand-up <laughs> show, and then and and then you want to see Coco? Okay, sure. Okay, so thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a merry holidays, Christmas, and we'll see you in the next episode of our Christmas holiday wit. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>